there's a Maimar Chazal that is mentioned in a number of places. The Rabbi spoke about it a number of times. It says, Einagolius Miskansu Yisalabischus HaMishnayis. That the ingathering of the exiles will take place in the merit of learning Mishnah. There's a number of explanations to this Maimar Chazal. Let's try to cover some of the explanations, some of the meanings of the significance of the learning of Mishnais and its connection to Kibbutz Golis, to the gathering of the exiles. Now, in Pshat Pshat, the simple meaning of, of this Maimar Chazal, if you look in the Medrash, it's a Medrash in Parshish Tzap, which is speaking about Karbonus. And within the context of the Medrash, it seems pretty clearly that the simple context of the Medrash is that when the base Hamidash is destroyed and we're not able to bring Karbonus, so through learning Karbonus, that causes, like we know, Kala Isik, but whoever learns the laws of a carbon is as if he brought the carbon. So through learning the Mishnayis, which discuss the laws of Karbonus, through that is considered as if we feel we brought carbonus and the medrash it's, i mean if you look in the in the in the continuation of the medrash it comes out it brings a pasuk that in every every place to bring sacrifices to me the question is do you bring a sacrifice outside of Israel and bavel and the answer is that when you learn about the laws of sacrifices it's considered as if you brought the sacrifices from the simple in one, in other words, in the simple layer of the of the medrash, what it's trying to say is that when Eden are in Golos, and they do Avedas, so through learning Karbonus, through learning Mishnah, which speaks about Karbonus, through that, they'll, uh, they'll their sins will be forgiven and they'll they'll be redeemed. On a similar note, a bit of a different note, it's extends not only to Karbonus, but it extends to all the mitzvahs that we're not able to do now. So all the mitzvahs that we're not able to do now, even those mitzvahs that we could do now in Eretz Yisrael, but first of all, we don't live in Eretz Yisrael. How many, How many could we do now? That's a very good question. There's a number of ways of counting. In the middle of is Mimer. There's an expression, he says, Roshay Kesem Paz. He brings a Pasuk in Shira Shirim. He says there's 87 mitzvahs that apply now. Exactly what the count of 87 mitzvahs is Mirab is quite uh, hard to understand. But in other places, there's other cheshbonas uh, that are given, a hundred something. It's, it's discussed. Huh? I think it's not called spam, so probably it could be. Could be. It's different. From Lois and Hasei, both? I don't remember right now. But uh, there's another another expression. Susan considers, I think, that four fifths of the mitzvahs or something like that we can't do. Give it on a. Whatever, but which, whichever way, different ways how you, you know, there's different ways of looking at it also, different ways of counting mitzvahs, different ways how you consider a mitzvah that applies now or not. So, through learning, so there's many mitzvahs that don't apply now. It's a so, yeah. At any rate, oh, that shows how much uh, how much is Moshiach, That's for sure. We discussed this once, <laughs> discussed this uh, uh, once a whole while back. That many, most mitzvahs, there's, you might say, the daily mitzvahs, or daily mitzvahs. In other words, daily mitzvahs, more or less, that apply to our life. We could uh, fill in sitzes, even that, even sitzes, for example. 
whether we do accept the tchelus, we don't accept the tchelus. Well, mamish, not every yid is wearing tchelus. You know, uh, many, many, you know, yomtev, daliyah l'regel, besides the things that apply to the Kratom, to the Beis Amikdash, laws of Tum and Tara, the laws that apply to the Sanhedrin, Kiddush HaKhaytash, as many, I once, once gave a shir, it's already on YouTube, I think you could check it up over there. So, Colin, I don't know what I'm saying. You could, I discussed, uh, I went through the... the so at any rate, so, so the mitzvahs that we could do now, that we can do now, but through learning about it, so we're able to uh, consider it as if we fulfill it. So for this reason, the learning of Mishnayis leads to keep us goalies to the gathering in from exiles, because the learning the Mishnahs, we are it's considered as if we fulfill the, all those mitzvahs that we can do. So that's who's... We get out of Golis. There's another word, one of the Mephorshim and the Medir says a very interesting line. He says that by learning about those mitzvahs that don't apply today, so it shows our anticipation for Mashiach. What are we learning about Karbonus? The Rebbe once spoke a very interesting sicha about Haman and Mordechai. When Haman comes uh, to, to uh, when the king tells Mordechai, when the king tells Haman to, to take Mordechai and to, you know, parade him through the streets, so Haman thought he was going to kill him that day. Instead, the king tells him to parade him through the streets. So Mordechai is sitting fasting. What is he learning with the... He has a bunch of kids, thousands of kids lined up with him. What, they're all fasting. What is he learning with them? He's learning with them the laws of the carbon Oymer was the second day of Pesach. Then, so in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, they brought uh, the carbon Oymer on that day the barley uh, sacrifice. So he's learning with them the, the, the laws of the carbon Oymer. So Haman comes in and he asks them, what are they doing? He said, uh, learning the laws of the carbon Oymer. So Haman says that your handful of the carbon Oymer, when they brought the carbon Oymer, it was only a kmitza, you know, three fingers full that was brought on them his back. Your three, your hand, your kmitza of, of a flower offering, a barley flower, overweighed my 10,000 silver pieces. So the Rebbe once described the interesting perspective, this Maimur Chazal, Mordechai is sitting here with the kids. He doesn't know if he's going to live the next day. The kids don't know if they're going to live. They're learning about halachas, which don't apply then. They apply, because right now they were still in Gondos Bavel. They knew the base Hamnesh would be built at the end of 70 years, but right now, you know, uh, things weren't looking too great. So maybe he should, I don't know if the Rebbe said this, but he should have learned halachas that are applicable. Maybe he learned the halachas of Kiddush Hashem, you know, <laughs> how to go kill them. Instead, what is he learning about? He's learning with Hazar Pshitas. It's today, is in the base of Mikdash time. This is what applied. He learned it. So was that living with the, the Gula, so to say, living with the base of Mikdash, that Haman is saying, you know, he couldn't understand the koyach that the Jews have. He says, you're you know, three fingers full of barley, you know, it didn't make sense in learning here about what's going to happen in the but Pail Mamish, that's what was Mavatal the Gzeda. So he's one of them, first, him say interesting word, why is learning Mishnah is bring the Gula, because learning about those mitzvahs that are not applicable now, so brings, shows that we are anticipating Mashiach, and as explained in a number of sources, that the anticipation of Mashiach itself brings the Gula. According to all the above explanations, the still not clear why is there a special connection dafka with Mishnayos. 
No, you could find the same connection. What does that have to be Mishnah? It could be Gemara, it could be Tanakh, it could be the Psukim and Torah that speak about it. It could be the Gemara. So, I mean, if you want to speak very simple, you could say that the Mishnah tells you exactly what you could do, what you can't do. You learn the Chumash, Chumash doesn't tell you the details. You learn Gemara, then you finish learning Gemara, you don't know what the Halach is. But the Mishnah tells you when, you want to, when you're learning Halach of a Poil, so if you want to want to be considered that you actually fulfill the mitzvahs when you learn the halachas in a way that not just you're getting an understanding about the mitzvah but the exact details what you could do what you can't do how to do it this is considered like you did the mitzvah but there's nevertheless there's a lot there's a number of, of uh, explanations that that focus on the significance of mishnayis in particular the Marami Prague, he speaks about this point in a few places in this forum. And again, using you know the Maral's approach, he explains interesting thing. He says that the idea of Golos, Chassidus also uses this point, but obviously in the words of Chassidus, the idea of Golos is that Yidin are scattered, that they're not together. What's the idea of Mishnai? The idea of Mishnai is just to take all the laws of Torah and to make an order out of them, to put them all together in an orderly fashion. Says Chumash, Chumash even, I mean there's many differences between Chumash and Mishnah, but Chumash on one simple level, Chumash doesn't follow a particular order. You know, the, the history, the way things are recorded, they can have something that happened a number of years later being mentioned earlier and so on and so forth. However, Mishnah is a Seder. All the halachas of Torah are brought in an orderly fashion together. On the other hand, Gemara, also Gemara has a disadvantage that a Gemara is also you're all, you're all over the place. The Marami Prague, one of the places we discusses this, it's known the Marami Prague was very against Pilpul. You know, in his day you had two schools of thought. You had the, the Limud of Pilpul, which is, you know, you try to find, try to split it here, try to figure out how many ways you could split it here and then sub split that here into another three ways and so on and so forth. There's a whole limit of Pilpul yet in Poland and other places, Chilukim as it was called. The Marami Prague was very uh, against that. And one of the... Not, not Pilpul, there's good Pilpul, negative Pilpul, but I'm saying, you know, people, before they're learning and they're understanding, they're making Chilukim and Diukim and Pilpulim, so the child is taught to say, he doesn't know what he's saying, you know, he's, he has to make a Pilpul, he has to try to dig and make a Diuk and a question and answer, try to understand, don't try to make Chilukim, they would try to split hears and, you know, instead of trying to understand, they're trying to right away dig for a question and answer and just build, you know, buildings out of sand. So uh, he was, whatever, I'm not getting, this is a whole debate, you know, that uh, at, at, at that time, obviously there were big daily Yisrael that were into Pilpul, but there was, uh, the Maral and others were very against, not, not, Gemara itself was also Pilpul, but there's proper Pilpul, not, first understand, first, uh, so he was bringing out, in that one of his, uh, one of the places, he's bringing out, that's the mile of Mishnah. Mishnah, everything is Masud, everything is clear, and the Gemara, it's also Mufuzr Mufar, it's also all over the place. So he says, spiritually, the, the Torah is a Tzuras Yisrael. In other words, the Torah is, so to say, the soul of the Jewish people. When you learn Torah in a way that everything is put together, everything, all the pieces of the puzzle are organized and fit into place, that is Poyal and Yidin also, I guess from the Ruchni, from Torah, comes down into the world, that all the Yidin, 
come together, the exiles are, exiles are gathered together. So, so, and according to his explanation, it's very clear why it's Dafka Mishnah, because only Mishnah has that mila that it's, first of all, it's clear, it tells you exactly, you know, there's no pilpul there, it tells you exactly what it is. There's an order, the Shisha Sidre Mishnah, everything is, is, you know, proper order, beginning and end, and so on and so forth. Um... The Rebbe, in a number of, just before I continue, just wanted to point out that in a number of, in, in, in other aspects of halacha, you have a discussion what exactly is included in the term Mishnah. For example, the Gemara says that a person should split his learning into three. A third Mikra, Tanakh, a third Mishnah, and a third Gemara. Today, Bechlal, the whole Darach HaLimud, if you learn that Rebbe, Zilchus, Talmud, Torah, the whole way people learn today is Bechlal, whatever, they're totally, so to say, different than what the sources say, for better, for worse, but that's all separate discussion. But it says you should learn a third Chumash, a third Mishnah, a third Gemara. What exactly is included in Mishnah? So Paskim write, the Mishnah doesn't only apply to the uh, Mishnah that Rabbi Yudah Hanasi wrote, but even the Mishnah that any halach is psukais. In other words, is Chumash, Chumash is Tanakh, the word of Hashem, the words of the prophets. You can't add a letter, you can't subtract a letter. Mishnah and Gemara, Mishnah, the difference between Mishnah and Gemara, the conceptual difference is that Mishnah is the halacha lemaisa, the bottom line, the halacha, what you could do, what you can't do. Gemara is the reasons, the pilpul, and so on and so forth. So, the, the, the piskei dinam, if let's say you learn shulchan aruch, or you learn those paskim that, you know, kizah shulchan aruch, whatever, that tell you halacha lemaisa, what to do, so regarding those, regarding the laws of learning Torah, that there's an Indian to learn Mishnah, that's included in the category of Mishnah. So the Rebbe spoke about this in a few places. In one earlier place, the Rebbe has a tzarechi, and the Rebbe says he's not sure if the learning halach is psukah, it's learning, uh, you're not learning Mishnah, but you're learning shochanarech that tells you bottom line what to do. If that also has this advantage of Mishnai is that it causes the Kibbutz Golis, the gathering of the exiles. But in later years, the number of says, well, one does not, later on, the Sicha, maybe even more than one place, the Rebbe clearly says that it's even learning halachis psukas have this advantage of Mishnah also. The Rebbe connects with the Pasuk, Tzimah Mishpati Patavishavah Bitztaka, that Tzimah, the Chassidah speaks about this, Tzimah will be redeemed through Mishpat. What's Mishpat? Mishpat means through justice, or the way Chassidus interprets, is through learning Torah. But what part of Torah? The Mishpat, the judgment, the halacha, the bottom line. Learning halacha is a very strong koyach. So, so, so that's the Chassidus connects it with the Maimar Chazal that I just mentioned, that well, the Goliaths, the exiles are gathered because of Mishnais, because of learning halacha psukah. And uh, the Rebbe, he quoted a few, not, at least once, maybe more than once, the Rebbe said the same thing applies to learning, you know, not only the Mishnah itself, but regular halachas, you know, shulchanar, places that are brought on halachal and maisa. That's, yeah, that's another aspect of learning limud which doesn't, the Rebbe wasn't very happy about that, by the way. And it happens to be that now, when yeshivas, this is not a kind of, I'm not getting into a conversation, I'm not an expert on chinuch, but it happens to be that now, 
they are trying to introduce, and at least in younger, in other words, in yeshivas that have younger staff, to try to introduce learning halacha more than learning gemara more in a way that's negayla halacha. But it's also very difficult for someone that's learning something that he feels has no relevance to his daily life. It's not a very satisfactory uh, type of learning. But api halacha, the truth is, you shouldn't be learning gemara before you halacha lemaisa. That's the bottom line. You know, I, whatever, but that's, I'm not giving here a, you know, if somebody doesn't know how to put food back on the blach on Shabbos, you know, the, the basics of halacha, alpi teira, that's what comes first. So years ago, a person that was sitting and learning in yeshiva, on his own, he would learn halacha, he didn't have to make him learn it. But whatever, that has nothing to do with our discussion. Many letters, that was very upset about the, the amount of learning of halacha in yeshiva. Little, too little. Too little. But the Rebbe said, other side also, they said, told the Bachim Bachim, they learned to pray at a day alone, they told them to shagaz. It was very shocked about that. They learned to pray at Bachim, they stopped learning in the smicha, stopped learning in the other things. It was absurd. Fine, need to have so hava ha, but I'm saying. Learning The point is, in a kunt alach v'chlal, you take out the Rishon Nor, we learn today, you can't tell them. Right, right. And what? You have to learn. If you're only able to, to memorize 30, 30 blot, that, that's what you have to do. You have to, your whole life, just memorize those 30 blot, not to learn more. Whatever it is, that's Allah. I mean, you know, people, in, in the, when the Rebbe came out once with the Mitzvah, which is not so famous, but the Rebbe printed the Rebbe and and uh, it was an interesting thing, right? Whatever. I, I, there, there, were, there was the Bachim the then in Australia, in the first year, first group of Shluchim in Australia, and they, they were going to New Zealand for Megashe, because the Rebbe wanted that they should take to every home Luchas Talmud. The Rebbe said, just like Mufsad's film, the Rebbe said to Chaim Gutnik, all Hashem, he told him, it was a letter printed, a letter from a Bachar that says it was writing. I saw my Zayda's archives in Australia. So he said something the Rebbe Lashen was. Yeah, the Lashen was that just like, uh, you know, Mifsud Film, the Rebbe wanted in every house. <laughs> it should be a Hilchus Talmud the laws of learning Taylor. But anyway, and those halachas, Al Rebbe writes, what's to say they have them, but that's that's uh, the gay right now. There is um, there is a few other biurim. There's a beard of the Rebbe about this, which I'll get to soon, but I want to first speak a little bit about what Chassidus explains. In a number of my modern Chassidus, this is discussed. Uh, the Mittal Rebbe discusses this at length in a few places. He uses, obviously, a lot of voices of Kabbalah and Chassidus, and I'll just try to, not that I understand it so well myself, just to give a synopsis of the point. Mittal Rebbe explains what is the idea of Golos. Right, we're talking about that the, Eden, the exiles are gathered because of the schuz of Mishnais. What is the purpose of Golos? What, what, what happens during Golos? So the purpose of what, during Golos, there's the fact that the Eden have to be mavadid in Yitzhak. Right? No, Chassidus explains the exiles, the Eden were scattered over the whole world in order to refine, to elevate the different sparks. Then there's also the aspect of Golos that in the Yidin themselves, that the Yidin become similar to what the Maramik Prague that I mentioned before was saying, that the Yidin are separated one from another. They're spread apart. Usually when you have a body, you have a hand and a foot, and they're all working together. There's a, you know, there's a certain, everything is together. But in Golos, they're all faced, this Yid ends up here, this Yid ends up there. So he explains like this, he says, Mishnayis, learning Mishnayis has a power 
first of all, that it's mevarad in its sights. It elevates the spark. So now Chassidus discusses a lot. I mean, there's a birut on its sights. There's many different aspects of, of, of elevating the sparks. A lot of it, you know, is through yizavoyd. He has to work hard with himself and so on and so forth. But it is the level that of through a yid learning Torah. And Torah says, this is kosher and this is treif. This is allowed and that's not allowed. That itself causes a separation between good and bad. When you have, the Rabbi speaks about it, in many places in Chassidus, that through learning Torah, there's a very strong amount, a very strong level of the, the elevation of the sparks that's done through learning Torah. Torah, particularly Mishnah, because Mishnah is halacha l'maysa. In Pilpul, there's always room for an opposite opinion, but Allah Lamaisa, this is kosher, this is treif. So when you have here a mixture of good and bad in the world, by Taita saying this is okay, this is not okay, you separate the two. The good gets separated from the bad, the good is recognizable on its own, and the bad becomes separated, you know, and dealt with on its own. So through learning Mishnah, you know, so that the six Sidre Mishnah have to have particular koch in separating good from bad. There's another Nikoda, he says, through learning Mishnah, this is already gets a little bit Kabbalistically, but through learning Mishnah, he explains the Shadish of Yidin, the, the conceptual amount of Neshamas is 600,000 Neshamas. The 600,000 Neshamas start from number 6, just each one gets, Noach Siddhas explains that the completion of each number is when it turns into 10, and that then turns into another 10, and so on and so forth, so you end up with 600,000. But the root souls, in a certain sense, starts with the number six. Some place it says seven, I know, whatever. Some place Chassidus it says six. That's why you have six hundred thousand neshamas hidden the left mitzrayim. Through the shisha sidre mishnah, you have the kabbalistically the level of the six midas of chachmah going to chachmah atah, whatever exactly it might be. But it has this koyach. It affects the neshamas in a way that it unites all the different neshamas together. So not only does it have the koyach to be mavarad in itself, just to refine the sparks, but it also has the koyach that it connects all neshamas together. So both aspects of Golos are Side the aspect of Golos that were in Golos to elevate the sparks in the world, and side the aspect of Golos that even themselves, so to say, are spread apart, that gets the tikkun, that gets, uh, uh, you know, that gets, we affect the, the rectification of the sparks and the Connection of Yidin through Limud of Mishnah. Over here, I'll see the word of Mishnah, because Mishnah is six, connected with the six root number of Neshamas, and so on and so forth. Um, whatever, there, there, there's this other point I would just mention, it's not directly connected, but it is connected. We all know the advantage of Mishnah. In the Shamas, Mishnah is Oisius Nisham. We know that in other Svarim speaks a lot how, for example, after a person passes away, they learn Mishnah for him. It's not, it's Mishnah is Oisius Nisham, but in Mishnah is a very strong koyach to be masakin, things that are, you know, that need to be corrected. So, Negeya, the, 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 uh, the, the bringing of, of the Geula, which is, in other words, the Tikkun of Golos, it's done through Mishnah. This also explains some of the Mepharshim, they, they, they focus on the words. Why does it say that the Goliaths are not, don't get gathered only in the schus of the Mishnah? Why not say they didn't get redeemed? Why do you use the term? Usually you say they did not redeemed because of this, because that's the term that the exiles got gathered, get, get in, gathered in. So according to this explanation, you see the point is that the Mishnah has the koyach to connect together, you know, different things, the, the, the different shamas and make them one, the sparks and, and, and make a proper word of them and so on and so forth. 
I'll finish off with uh, the Rebbe's explanation. The Rebbe wrote a letter when the Fidik Rebbe came out in uh, America. It was a big koch. He made a whole emphasis on Chazring Mishnayis Palpa. And it was a whole, they would make a whole scene and Fidik Rebbe would take him. It was a whole big thing. You look in Hayyim Yayim, a number of places, see about the purification of the ear through Hayyim Yayim, yeah. So the Rebbe explains, the Alpinigla, he says, he explains what's the Maila Dafka of Mishnayis. So the Rebbe says that in order to bring, in order to bring the gula, you have to correct Golos. What are the, what's the root cause of Golos? Sinas chinam, baseless hatred. There's also, that was the second base amikdash. The first base amikdash, one of the causes of, of Golos was that they didn't, which means that the Torah wasn't choshev enough that they appreciated that it's coming from the Abish. I might have appreciated the intellectual part of Torah, but not the godly part of Torah. So in order to merit kibbutz golius, you have to have connected, you know, it should be achtos yisrael, and they should appreciate Torah itself. So the Rebbe says, the one thing where you have both things together, you have achtos and Torah, and that you appreciate the fact that it's coming from the Ebrish as a mission. He says, a mikra in, in Chumash first says, first of all, there's no chiddush that there's unity in Mishnah in, in Chumash, because there's not there's nothing there that should make room for division. Besides the fact that when you learn Chumash, you don't have to understand what you're saying. If you would have to understand, one guy understands this, so he says Gemara. Everyone understands his own way. You don't see on the surface, you don't see the, the unity between them. He says Mishnah is like this. Mishnah you have to understand, so each person has to say his opinion. Uh, but on the other hand, they all have to agree. Once the final <laughs> mission, you have to understand. You're not just reading words, but when there's different opinions, when the Mishnah tells you all of, that this is the halacha, all opinions agree that this is the way you have to follow halacha lemaisa. So what does that show? First of all, that itself brings achtas, that we all accept what the halacha says. But it also shows why you're accepting that that's what halacha says, because you appreciate... That Abisha gave the Torah. When Abisha gave the Torah, I might have to think this way. Since according to the laws that Abisha gave the Torah, I have to follow halacha this way. So uh, you're appreciating the fact that it comes from the Abisha. Let's finish. So that's why Dafka Mishnah brings Achtos and shows that you shows that you appreciate the Torah comes from the Abisha. Let's finish off. One in the Sikha, Tavshin and Beis. We hate Tavis, by the way, in Tavshin and Beis. And the Rebbe spoke about redeeming this forum. The Rebbe also mentioned the mile of learning Mishnayas. I'm not mistaken, but uh, the Rebbe asks the question, we've learned the Baal Shem Tov, Mashiach told the Baal Shem Tov, we redeemed to learn Yichsudas. How does that do with the Maimur Chazal that is to learn So the Rebbe gave interesting answers, you have to, we have to understand what the Rebbe says, through learning Yichsudas, the Mishnais that we learn also has a different meaning. Chassidus brought the connection of Nigla and Nister. So when we're learning Mishnayis now, it's infused with the Mayonis of the Baal Shem Tov. It's not... Right, Nikiriz, we should have... Take a few admamish. Go lamidus vashleimah.